you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mariota gives it to Henry. Henry bounces it outside. 5, 10, 15, stiff arm, 20, 25, 30, 40, stiff arm, 50, 40, 30. He's on his feet. Big chase, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Derrick Henry, the main man in 2019, I suspect. I think that's what Mike Rabel and company intend to do with their feature back there in the... uh, in the autumn of 2019, like I say. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're going a little bit Titans-y here. We're going Titans heavy because we have Derrick Henry, the aforementioned one. We kibitzed with him in Nashville, Tennessee, as we also kibitzed with one Rashawn Evans, who was just uh, just a, a rare delight. Both fellas, uh, a lot of fun to, to catch up with. But Rashawn Evans went the extra mile. He met us in a Zaxby's and he helped uh, work the drive through. And while he and I uh, helped uh, feed the people of Nashville, Tennessee, we also talked a little bit of football. So we'll hear from him. Spoiler alert. We did talk about who he wanted most because of his Alabama roots. He wanted Quinnen Williams. He didn't get Quinnen, but he got a pretty nice SEC defensive piece in Jeffrey Simmons, maybe a little delayed because of the knee injury. Nevertheless, figures to make that already rugged Titans defense even stronger. That's what that AFC South is all about. That's one thing we get into with both Derrick Henry and Rashawn Evans. We'll get to them in just a second behind the glass. 
uh, there's Kent Brown also making a, a rare visit here on the DDFP alongside our main man, Eddie Spaghetti. Spaghetti, what's the poop? Um, it was a great trip in Nashville. I'm glad we're putting out these two interviews we did with uh, Rashawn Evans and Derek Henry. Derek Henry, humongous person uh, when you finally meet him. And Rashawn Evans, I mean, the guy pretty much ran a Zaxby's for an entire afternoon, so it was really fun. You know, and by the way, with Derek Henry, spoiler alert again, I get into him about whether or not he got tackled in high school. Because if he got tackled even once, then he underachieved. Given, I mean, when you meet the guy, who what what sixteen year old schnook wrapped you up and took you to the ground? I I mean, as someone who did play high school football, I do remember some very tiny children. Uh, I cannot imagine how. I mean, I don't know. Kent might know Derrick Henry's size in high school, but I can't imagine he's too different than he was now. If he lowers his shoulder, I mean, it's game well, over. Well, the, be- the best example, I think, off the top of my head is Cam Newton. 21st century, guys. What did Cam know? Whoever did Cam Newton, if he took a snap that didn't result in a touchdown, right. either the guy dropped the pass or Cam Newton underachieved. Sure. Because there's no reason anybody should tackle him. I remember going to a Miami-Florida game. We went up from Miami, went there, college game day, all that. Cam Newton, this was his freshman year when he redshirted at Florida. He's on the sideline. We're on the opposite sideline, and my friends are like, who's that defensive end right. playing for Florida? And I was like, no, no, that's their five-star quarterback that's sitting behind Tebow right now. The guy is just physically imposing. And, yeah, you watch Henry in high school. There was a game that was on ESPN when he went up against Fred Taylor's son's high school, and Kelvin Taylor and him were the top two running backs in Florida. And Derrick Henry ran for like 300 yards and a half. It was pretty nuts. Even against good Florida competition, nobody could tackle him. Yeah, I mean, obviously that stands to reason. And that's why even in the NFL, Cam Newton's so hard to bring down. Because as you say, even in the pro, even at the pro level, Cam Newton is generally bigger than the defensive ends trying to take them down. Anywho, uh, all of our Nashville content available for your perusal, nfl.com slash DDFP. We had... Uh, Eddie Spaghetti's brother Pose is a country music star. He brought his acoustic guitar and he and I teamed up to sing songs to the first round Fancy Pants. Go back and check all that out. And uh, in the meantime, a couple of issues to cover real quick before we get to Rashawn Evans and Derrick Henry here. We've decided to undertake after kibitzing with Matt Money Smith on our earlier podcast from this week to take a look at, you know, I had the hot chicken in Nashville. Really, I've been all around Football America now and have sampled most of the fare available to the football fan if you are well-traveled there. And I think it's about time. It's high time, in fact, that we figure out what is the best regional food that you can get. One item. Now, not a whole meal or anything, but, you know, we we're talking about hot chicken in Nashville. We're talking about a slice of pizza in New York City, maybe even a Chicago style slice in Chicago. Obviously, do we go like Houston brisket spaghetti? It has to be. I know we talked about this a little bit off air, but Texas is known for Texas style barbecue. I know there's a lot. They of don't barbecue. do swine well. No, they from what uh, from what I've consumed. I mean, they they did it well when I ate it. But I mean, I it was think, good. Yeah, I'm just saying the that there's better. The brisket. And what is their chief it's achievement in in the world of uh, of food? I would pick brisket. I'm I'm assuming that Dallas and Houston have a similar style of brisket. I would. I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I would pick brisket for those those cities. Well, I'll say this. Drop us a line, uh, Czech Republic. Weigh in here. And uh, what should we use? The hashtag DDF. Let's use hashtag DDFP Football America Food. Football America Food. Yeah, that's great. Okay. DDFP Football America Food. And let us know. And don't be one of these smarty pantses who's tells, who, who gets into this jazz about, like, I, locals actually. like. All right. Sure. You, know what the, you know what we're talking about. You know what's going to be tough to beat? It. The Buffalo Wing. 
That's her boss. Oh. Yeah, that's a really good one. I mean, yeah. just off the top of my head, that's going to be a solid number one in a lot of people's list. I yeah. would think. That's a C. I mean, let, well, I don't think we'll have it 32 times over because there are two New York teams. And I two guess LA. do we split? Yeah, two L.A. Uh, what is L.A.'s, by the way? Uh, taco? I, I would burrito? say taco burrito. Or no, I, no. It's got, you know what? It's got to be sushi. I was, yeah, seafood or, gotta ta- be, but that's seafood a good or a taco burrito thing. I mean, I think this is a weird pick, but K-Town here, I mean, I mean, could do L.A., the Chargers, Rams, Korean barbecue. I feel like most people, though, in football America have not had K. Have well, not oh, had you know what it is? When it, you know what it is? I guess the standard that we're looking for here is when if you are a visiting Per, if you visit from, if you're a player from another city, sure. if you're a fan coming to town, what's the thing that people say? Oh, well, you got, well, I'm in LA. I'm in blank. I've got to try this. If I'm in Cincinnati, I have to try chili. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a mistake if you try the chili in Cincinnati. But in LA, wouldn't they say chicken and waffles? Oh, because Roscoe's. I'll say this, though. The, there's there's a Taco Tuesday here. I mean, every Tuesday you can go to any place that serves tacos and you'll get a deal on them. I guess that's the, the biggest thing. If we pick tacos as LA, I'm fine with that. Okay. We also so we need to first of all lay out what all the options are. In Miami, sure. we'll go with the Cuban sandwich. You lived in Miami, Kent Brown, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely the Miami way to go. Buffalo, you're already you're already helping here. What are we doing up in uh, Boston, New England area? Well, Chowder. So this is the thing with San Francisco clams? as well. I think. What about steamed clams? Or a lobster. I, Isn't it a lobster? lobster you can do like, a lobster it's New roll. England. That's right. Because they're in New England, you can do the main lobster. We could do lobster roll. I mean, that makes sense to do that, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think clam chatter is very... Clam, I mean, as a person who's lived there, I think clam chatter, you could pretty much get any place you go. Lobster roll, you can't. I would say clam chowder is probably well, there is popular, There are but, distinctions to be drawn between not just, obviously, Manhattan chowder is the tomato-based thinner chowder sure. versus New England-style chowder is the white chowder. But that's thicker and creamier. In some other parts of the country, you get chowder that's white, but it's not nearly as thick. Have Anyhow, you ever mixed the two? Have no, you ever why done? would I do that? It's pretty good. I've done it. That's let's see. Now you're not helping. Now you've gone too far, Ken Brown. As usual, <laughs> I will give you my win place show. This is my inaugural. Okay. I'm, I can change it. This is I'm putting this in pencil, okay. not in pen. You understand? But I'm going to open it up with Houston brisket in the show. Okay. In the place spot, I'm going to go with New York City slice of pizza. But I'm already thinking about the buffalo wings. And uh, in the winners, for now, in pencil. I'm just putting this in pencil. It's Permanis. I'm going to put a Permanis wow. with French fries and coleslaw. I got to stay loyal. I don't know about that. I have a sneaking suspicion that it may not uh, finish atop the rankings. I I would go. I do still put it ahead of the Philly cheesesteak. Drop us a line, though. Hashtag DDFP Football America Food, right? That, yes, Football America Food. I was going to remember football. that. I, cu- I couldn't I, even remember it. How about it DDFP Food America? I mean, it has to do with what's that have to do with football? Because then that's going to get confusing. People are going to start in with San Diego and they're going to start in with Austin and so on. And those have no those don't uh, rank here. You see, it has to be NFL specific. That's right. right. Now you're up to speed. What is Minnesota's, by the way? I I don't know anything about like what their food is. The fish, the loot fisk or whatever they have up there. It'd be something like that. Yeah, it'd be locks or I don't know. That's probably not. So they're not winning. It's pretty evident. Minnesota's not going to. Green Bay would be like a cheese curd. It, well, no, it'd be a bratwurst, right? Brat, yeah. I would guess. Well, listen, we're gonna wait for the for the locals to weigh in here, and once fun. we once everybody submits, then we will uh, put out some sort. I don't know how we'll evaluate this, and we'll figure I, it out. I have my top three. I don't know if I have an order, but I have my top three. It's a it's a brisket. Go ahead. It's a brisket it, uh, from either city in Texas. It's um, a sl- New York slice, and then it's also gonna be the Permanis. Uh, oh, that's cool. Great, no, we match uh, up. Philly cheesesteak. 
I love Philly. It's not even the best sandwich in the state. I would drive from Staten Island to Philadelphia just for a cheesesteak and drive back in a day. I Listen, I have had both. And call me biased or whatever else. I'm telling you, the Primani sandwich is better than the Philly I had my first ever with Kent. But you I, had it in Indianapolis. That doesn't count. It's fine. It's a fine sandwich. You had it in Indianapolis. Go to the Strip District and have it there. Then get back to me. All Kent right. Brown. I would say one has to be the Buffalo Wing. That's just... I can't imagine that falls from. We one don't even have our full list. This is your inaugural list. Yeah, right? my inaugural okay, list. Ahead. One buffalo wing. I'll go two. And I really like the Cuban sandwich a lot. I feel like that would be my number two. But I've also had so many of those. Like I don't have Texas brisket much. Unless what does I'm that have Texas. to do with it? That's a well, weird because I'm just application of of what we're trying to well, do because here. It means I've had it to too me, many maybe. times. Uh, and then three. Permanthes is very good. I'm trying to think, though, if I like it more than a good New York-style pizza. I'll do the New York-style pizza three right now. At the bottom of the list is Chicago deep dish. That's not that good. It's very good. And even if you don't love it, whatever you want to call it, it's not something that the locals eat, you know, three days a week. I hope not. When you moved to Chicago, or at least my experience was, that I ate it incessantly for about three months. And then it was like, all right, that's enough. Also, yeah. what's this toasted ravioli you guys brought up? I've never heard of yeah, that. Yeah, money brought it up. I, n- I never heard. That's of it what either. St. Louis. That's their local fare. I've never had it. it just doesn't sound uh, especially uh, yeah. great. But then again, Matt Money Smith, well traveled, says it is strong. Although, so. if Maine Lobster ends up being on this list, that could very easily be number two or three for me. Next up, um, we. W- uh, by the way, kudos to you, Kent Brown. So yeah, drop us a line. We'll figure this yes, all please. out in the uh, preceding days, and uh, and we'll try to figure um, what is the the win play show of the best food items in football America, NFL style. Don't again. Don't give me the jazz about what goes on in uh, in Oregon. It has no place here. We're going. We're just sticking. We can branch out once we resolve this important issue. Ken Brown. Speaking of college and into the pros, you did not just good work. You beat all the scouts here in correctly predicting how many out of the 32 picks in the first round. So I had 12 of the 32 exact. And then if you want to throw Daniel Jones into the mix, I had the right team. I just had him at 17 instead of six. So 13 of the 32 were on the right team. 12 of the 32 were the exact pick. So, you know, best, overall best uh, best pick of the first round. And because really, listen, Spaghetti watches a lot of college football. Um, this past year, as I concede, uh, applying the no jive policy um, to myself here, I just, you know, I got the four. It's just I don't see as much as I want to. I didn't I, I wasn't comprehensive in my college football viewing in uh, in 2018. So I'll defer to you, Kent Brown. Who was the best pick? Well, the one I got that probably was maybe a bit under the radar, but you mentioned him earlier, was Jeffrey Simmons going 19 to the Titans. He's a top five player, I feel Mm. like, in this draft. And the fact that he went to 19 because of the ACL injury and maybe some of the baggage dating back to when he was in high school. But that's a really good pick. I mean, the Steelers hit a home run pick because they need that linebacker to fill in for Do you love Devin Bush? Well, it's funny because I like Devin White more than Devin Bush. So I was kind of hoping he fell to 10. But Devin Bush was a no-brainer. I think he's very good. But I would have put Devin White ahead of him in terms of just those linebackers. But he's a great compliment. Like they need that linebacker that can go side to side, that can make the tackles. And if you just have blockers in front of him that can clean up space and allow him to make plays, which is what the Steelers have, then I expect him to fit in really nicely and make plays. And then I thought another great pick, if you just want to talk about a team that needed this type of piece, the Minnesota Vikings with Garrett Bradbury, they needed that inside guy to be their center move Elfline over to right guard because if you watch last year, Cousins was getting destroyed game in and game out. 
now that's a team that, you know, we know the defensive pieces are there. So that was a pretty good value pick they got at 18, getting their center. And he'll probably be a starting center for eight to 10 years for them. So those are more exciting than offensive linemen in the first round. Oh, the, the the football town goes wild every time you get an offensive line. Well, how about this one, too? I think Haskins going 15 to the Redskins. He was my top quarterback. And the fact that they didn't have to trade up and they got probably the guy they would have taken in the top 10. That was a good pick for the Redskins as well. Um, OK, so that was uh, so well done there by you, Kent Brown. Muzzle tov on your uh, great success. And, I, you know, I don't know if it was politically advisable to best to Bucky Brooks and uh, Daniel Jeremiah and everybody else's. Schrager the was the closest one. I was told Schrager had 11. So he was he was on my heel. Shout out to Schrager, man. He said, <laughs> I, I, uh, beware, Schrager, you might be replaced by Kent Brown. Kent Brown can move out to New York City, dude. Take your job right now. He'll take your job like nobody's business, dude. He don't care. He think you're a jag. He don't care. It's really funny looking at this uh, graph he has, and and he does it with three other guys, looks like, and four other guys, and they all have a bunch of red lines, and Kent's all, it's pretty much all green because he got them all right. And then yellow is if you were within a pick. So I was within a pick with Christian yeah. Wilkins and then Jonathan Abram as well. So you get some points for those as well. Yeah. So Bill Burr was in this? <laughs> it's, it's actually another... I don't want to get into that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, uh, another thing before we get to uh, to our twin Titans here, as we keep promising, one other thing that keeps coming up here, along with uh, our return from from Nashville and a wonderful time at the NFL draft. That was a huge event, obviously, in our society recently. And also the releases of the Avengers and the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Reminder, by the way, because I've been deluded about what reality looks like by Uh, Game of Thrones, and I'll soon see the Avengers. I'm not tethered to reality right now, so be on the lookout on Total Access or follow along at uh, at Damashek on Twitter and Instagram and uh, and on Facebook. and like I say, on total access on Thursday night, uh, I will be laying out not the ones that are the most likely Super Bowl matchups, but the ones that would be the most fun to see. So uh, so uh, appreciate you checking that one out. But speaking of Avengers and uh, and Game of Thrones, Spaghetti, you've been taking a lot of guff on the uh, on the Internet. Uh, yeah, I've been giving a lot of uh, opinions out there and I've been having a, you know, a discourse with a lot of fans. I mean, nothing too uh, negative towards me, just the. My general, I keep flip-flopping on the last episode. Everyone built up this Battle of Winterfell, the long night, to be the, the episode of, at least for if you're a TV watcher, not a book reader, this is what the TV, the writers and producers, they said, this is going to be it. This is the battle versus the the undead. It's what we're all looking forward to. It's the longest episode uh, in Game of Thrones history. It's the longest battle scene ever recorded. And uh, I just, ultimately, there's a lot of plot points that I was troubled with. That's so. fine. But, 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 but. You have come away from that, and somehow we veered into this uh, into this debate. I've noticed on Twitter with you, you have floated Thanos v. Night King. Yeah, people were bringing that up, and because I guess Night King was this the, this guy everyone feared, and he's just this ominous looking guy with this crown and the blue eyes and the staff that could turn dragons into you know his undead dragons and stuff. And then you have Thanos, who's just like this humongous Hulk type figure, but purple, and uh, people pin them against each other, and, and not to give away anything in Endgame, but we see more hand to hand combat with Thanos, and he has this like double sided sword, and he's awesome. And I think it would he. Thanos would clean up Night King in one, two, three. The Night King, but we talked about this several weeks back. Darth Vader would easily defeat the Night King. Okay, fine, sure. 
I'm fine with that. But uh, he wouldn't come close to Thanos. He wouldn't, wouldn't have a shot. Close. He, he wouldn't have Vader. Shot. Darth Vader. Darth Vader doesn't need to be close to you to kill you. He just chokes you from a distance. I mean, what? What? How do you combat that? In fact, I've written down Darth Vader, the Night King, Thanos. Is Megatron one of the greatest villains? And I, I don't mean in terms of charisma. I talk I, in destruction and inability to destroy him. I'll put Megatron in there. Okay. Johnny from Cobra Kai. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, um, what's his name from uh, Magneto? Magneto's a good one, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. On on Twitter. I but again, th- Magneto has no recourse when, when Vader decides to choke him out. On uh, Twitter, the, the most uh, responses I've seen in terms of names would be, the, it's the Emperor, it's Vader, and it's Magneto. The I don't that- care about Palpatine. He's an old man. It's Vader. And Darth Vader and Darth Vader took care of him. So that kind of separates it. Ken Brown. Yeah. I think we can agree. Or do you agree? Vader could handle Thanos. Thanos is he's he's purple Hulk. Well, in terms of I don't watch the Avengers, so I I only know who Thanos is based on like commercials. Uh, I know Night King. I watch Game of Thrones. Have never seen the Avengers. He's a so. fraud. We've he's been exposed as a fraud, the okay. Night King. After all this, uh, after yeah, years think, and years. I think the Night King only ended up killing like two people total for the entire show, right? I think it's really his lackeys, and I don't yeah. mean the undead that he ri- raises. I mean the ones with the long white hair. His his like uh, you know his lieutenant. White Walkers, yeah. Yeah, those guys. Shame on them. They didn't do a thing. They did nothing for for a decade now. They should collectively be ashamed of themselves. If you're giving Thanos the gauntlet with the Infinity Stones, he's literally the most powerful person in the universe. He's like, not a person. Vader would purple. Vader would. Hulk he'd yourself. be dust. He'd be dust, and, and and Thanos would pick up his sword and take it, and that's the end of that. Why? Well, I mean, but Vader, don't you understand, Spaghetti? He can take the rings off of Thanos's fingers from a distance. I mean, I would take Thor or Iron Man. Oh, there Man he is. There's Vader. Thanos a half mile away. Um, there go those rings off your hand. I just took them with the power of the Force. What about that? I don't know What's the, the answer does, to that. Does Vader have a bunch of steel or metal on him because if so magneto can really do some damage to him because everything with Hmm. metal and steel he controls so vader had the little you know around like the cape he had i think the i know but i I know it's not the lightsaber that uh, you understand that's not what uh, that's not vader that is why he would defeat most of his foes i mean if it came down to it and he needed to take out the the red saber he would do so and and he'd make quick work of most anybody who confronted him but for the most part, with these with these mystical foes, he would just choke you. No. He, that's all he would do. He would just choke you from a distance. If, if a that, good night. If that was if it was that simple, it would have been done to Thanos in Infinity War. And Why? He still, when he still went head to head with all of them. Nobody was. Uh, nobody had. Uh, you had like ten guys going after you. Had the the Red Witch, Doctor Strange, who can control time. You had so many uh, powerful people. They you have, have no the God of Thunder. Choke you have, from a distance. I mean, Spider Man wrapped wrapped his web around Spider Man. He wrapped his web around his neck. Spider Man. And they that's who you're gonna that's who you're gonna talk about. I'm I'm saying people who did try to attempt to choke him. It's just you're a good kid, Spaghetti, but you're out of your depth. You're you don't you have to Spider Man. I'm not saying Spider Man. I'm saying that that Thanos literally is the most powerful being in the universe in that world. I know people actually tweeted at me that Dark Side is better than Thanos, which is fine. But Thanos would 
would crush Vader. All right, we'll get back to that as well. Right now, let's move along to uh, or return, shall we, at least in our ears and in our minds, and for you, the audience, a visit with Rashawn Evans as he and I work the drive through window, talk about Tennessee Titans, AFC South, and all other pro football and some college football-related matters, matters here too, especially his best stuff now that I'm thinking about it, Nick Saban versus uh, Mike Rabel. Some great insight here from the very funny and uh, very kind Rashawn Evans. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Dave Damashek. Now, Rashawn, you've come through this drive-thru? A couple times. A couple times. Right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Now, am I right that you uh, you like to eat food? I love it. I love to eat food. Me, me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah. You know, we have a lot in common. Um, what do you think about your one year removed? I caught up with you uh, on the night you were drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, down in Dallas, Texas, one year removed. How's uh, how's the year treated you? What do you think back on actually back to that first night when you got picked? How, what are your uh, oh, recollections was, about that it night? It was stressful, obviously, because I mean, in that situation, you don't know where you're going. You're going into a different you know, aspect of your life, and you know it's all brand new. But at the same time, you know I can't complain. You know the blessing was the fact that I was able to have the opportunity to go to the NFL and further my career in football. So um, it's, it's been a blessing ever since. I I've almost never talked to an NFL guy who doesn't know the guys who went in front of them in the draft. Mm-hmm. And as a defensive guy, do you have that list committed to memory? Like, that guy went in front of me and he shouldn't have? That guy went in front of me? And I'm going to make all those teams that didn't take me yeah. pay yeah. over the next decade I mean, or it's, so. it's a, it's a co- matter of fact, it's a couple guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the number one thing is to, you know, show your skill set once you cross that line. So, um, you know, hopefully going into year two, I'll be able to do that and let the world know that. What, uh, if, you, if you got to be the GM at the draft, mm-hmm. Who would you say the Tennessee Titans, or what position at least would you say they should go? D-tackle, sure. huh? D-tackle. I will go get Quentin Williams right now. Right up again. Put that again. I'll be unfair next to Casey. Okay. Put another you, big guy. Exactly. I want I want as many big guys in front of me so that I can, I can let loose. Is there anybody you talk about uh, wanting some the the D-tackles to suck up the uh, the 300-pound mm-hmm. blockers mm-hmm. so that you're free to make the tackles? Is there anybody you try to tackle on Sundays that's yeah. as hard to bring down as uh-huh. Derrick Henry is in practice? I would say Adrian Peterson. Really? AP. Even at the at his advanced age. Oh no doubt. Um, he's a freak. I mean, even at his age right now, the dude is still fit. He feel like he. I feel like he can still play at least four or five more years, and you know, be able to run the ball like he's been doing. Wow, like he'd be yeah. like 38, 39 no years doubt. old. No Yeah, chance. yeah. But it, the blessing was I was able to you know play against him. He was a guy that I was playing video games mad. And I was playing with him back when he was on the Vikings. So it was what a unreal. Cool thing, yeah. It was unreal. So you know, just different different memories like that, man. You never it's, it's priceless. You never get a chance to you know uh, you know just go back and just be able to you know relive that. And once it happens, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, uh, you say that you got your NFL dream come true. Do you mm-hmm. find Nashville is uh, is a good fit for you as a city, as a, as a human being to be Absolutely. living around this Absolutely. It was, uh, it was almost like a match made in heaven. Shoot, my, my parents, they, shoot, they've been driving distance away from coming to see me. I remember when I was at Alabama, it was the same case. They would drive maybe two to three hours to come see me playing in the Bryant Denny Stadium. I remember Stadium. you telling me. Yeah, yeah. And, now, and now they're coming up to uh, watch me play in Nissan Stadium. So, you know, it's crazy how, you know, things pan out, man. And, you know, I, I really thought I was going to go to a whole nother team being a on the other side of the United States.
United States, and now I'm, I'm literally driving this. Oh, there was boat. a team up uh, on the Three Rivers of Pittsburgh that yeah, I know wanted, no to, wanted to get you. No doubt. Well, that would have right It would have. It would have, man. But at the same time, you know, I was, I'm just blessed to be able to be here and uh, play for the Tennessee Titans. What do you think of uh, the new uniforms? I guess that's the only uniform you ever have worn now. Yeah. But what do you think? I love it. You know, yeah. at Bama, you didn't. We only had two uniforms. We had white and, and uh, crimson. So, I mean, at the same time, uh, you know, it's always great to be able to have multiple colors you can wear. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fashionable guy, I would say, when it comes to football. You know, I would love to have, you know, different things I can go to and put it, implement it to my outfit. What do you think would happen? Here's the good thing about the Titans yeah. among the 32 NFL mascots. I don't mean the one like uh, Zaxby's oh, chicken yeah, guy. Yeah. I don't mean the guy in the costume. Yeah. I mean what the, what the logo stands for. Mm -hmm. Would a Titan defeat all 31 other mascots? I mean, like, it would beat a cowboy, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, no doubt. And it, it could be, uh, like, a cardinal or a raven, but it could it handle a saint or a giant Absolutely. or a Absolutely. jet. Um, from what I've heard, I want to make sure that I confirm this, that the logo is a fireball. Mm. So, with that being said, Anything <laughs> involving fire, I, I would I would feel like it would demolish anything. So. Well, it's a god. It's a, it's a yeah, deity. No doubt. Titan. No Who's doubt. Who's gonna beat that? No doubt. You know? So I would definitely say that. Um, you know, the fact a that we had the. Come on. I would even say our. Uh, we even have a, a guy that walks around. He's a bodybuilder that walks around. He's a titan, and I definitely, for sure, would think that he could beat any any oh, other of those other guys for sure. Do you like getting to go up and get to smack uh, Deshaun Watson a couple times a year? Absolutely. Given the given Absolutely. the Bama, Clemson rivalry? No doubt, no doubt. Me, me, matter of fact, me and a couple times, me and Deshaun Washington, you know, talked after the games, man, and I feel like, you know, from years to come, that's going to be a great match. I love playing against him. He's a great athlete. Um, probably one of the best mobile quarterbacks in the league right now, for sure. You, you're, now, you're from one of those places that's generated in the, just the last 10, 15, mm -hmm. since Saban got there, pretty much. Mm -hmm generated so many NFL guys. I always say, as a vain guy, I'd rather be like Deshaun Watson, where you're the greatest in school history. Do you now look back and think like, Man, I wish I, because Alabama, yeah. they can't put up a, a statue of you That's without right. putting up That's 40 right. other ones, That is right? true. You know, I, I done thought about that before, but at the same time, I mean, it could be that way. It could, you know, really be about me, and I could build a statue about me, and I go back and show my kids that'd be great, but at the same time, and um, I have the memories of being around amongst, you know, some of the greatest players to ever play, so um, that memory itself, I think it, it'll be enough. And maybe you'll get one outside of the Titan State. Exactly. I got a chance right? to do that here, so, that'd you know. be one step up. That'll What's uh, I got to think that's got to be a big adjustment going from Nick Saban mm -hmm. to Mike Vrabel. It's not as bad. Really? Not as bad. Height-wise, it's different. <laughs> I will say that. But at the same time, uh, where's Saban come up to right here? No, I'm not gonna do it like that. I'm not gonna do it like that. I'm not gonna do it like that. I would say he's a little bit taller than her, for sure. A little taller. A little taller than her. <laughs> not not saying that you're short. He's not the saying that you're short. Coach though. of all time, yeah. and you're almost as yeah. tall as him. Yeah, but um, you know, other than that, I mean, Mike Vrabel, he's a great coach. Um, I feel like some of them they kind of they kind of compare in different ways as far as how they coach. Very hands-on, very you know assertive, you know, with certain things that they want done. So. Um, and he's a he's a Patriot guy, you know. Patriot guys are they kind of the blue collar type mm -hmm. players, just like Alabama players. So um, I, I feel like it's just some similarities with those two guys. For That's sure. funny you say that because Vrabel yeah. seems super loose, even though he did come from yeah. the Belichick. He's, the, he's way. the new. I think he's like the new era Belichick. 
a be little the, more player friendly. A little bit more friendly, player maybe. friendly, a lot younger. Um, mm -hmm. He can he can relate to a lot of the players, you know, a, a little better than what Belichick can because, you know, Belichick his age group is a lot older than some of these guys. But at the same time, I mean, Belichick's his 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 resume speaks for itself. Is Abe, is Saban a cool guy or? Oh, he definitely is. He's probably one. Of, but listen, listen, Coach Saban is one of the cooler guys, coolest guys you'll meet. You know. The media feels like he's he's an intimidating guy, but well, that's because of how he yeah, behaves. No doubt, that no doubt, as he should, and as he should, you know, he runs, you know, a major organization. He has to be like that. He has to be very mm -hmm. assertive and, you know, let everybody know who's boss. So, you know, in, in a way, I can definitely understand that. But at the same time, he's he's a guy that's, you know, he likes to have fun. He's really really a funny guy to be honest with you. You ever meet him? But about yeah, that. you gotta you gotta really be around him. You gotta be a, away from the cameras, away from all of this, and have a conversation. Really, and you'll see that. By the way, Deshaun uh -huh. Watson, I told him, I was like, we don't want Trevor Lawrence to win too much down there, right? And he's like, why oh, that? No. I'm like, because then he, he might be the greatest player in, in uh, program yeah, but we, I don't He didn't think, like that. I don't think he wants that to happen. I think Tua, he, he's a pretty competitive guy that he'll he'll try to go against him for sure and win this next time. Hey, Rashawn, while uh, we're talking and you're new to Nashville, a year into Nashville, Johnny Cash or Shania Twain? I would say Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash? Yeah. Right. Johnny okay, Cash. good. We all agree. I was yeah, Johnny Cash. People have that kind of range around here? They listen to Johnny Cash and Shania Twain? That seems like a big uh, stretch. No? I mean, you gotta, yeah, you got to be versatile in your music. You do for sure. Right. You got to. Do you guys look and say, this is a defense-heavy division and that's what's going to win it? Or do you look at it the other way and say, we need a splashy guy on offense who makes a couple of difference making plays over the course of a game, Man. and that's how and that's how we're going to take I'm this gonna, division. I'm going to keep it as I'm going to keep it as real as possible. Too. I am a defensive guy. As a def defensive guy, his mindset should be competitive to be able to stop the offense and and be the most aggressive defense player, whatever you want to call it, on the field. With that being said, it is completely a defensive caliber team, defensive type. AFC, whatever you want to call it, for sure. So, I mean, we could care less of what happens on the offense. Matter of fact, that's why I said, let's go get a D-tackle for this, for this drive. I love it. Who's going to be taking the snaps this year, Mariota or Tannehill? I was thinking me, to be honest with you. Okay. you know, I, I used to play quarterback back in, back in the day, back in my heydays in high school. Right, so, I did read that you know, about I, I, you. So I actually told uh, Coach Rabel a couple times, man, you know, y'all want to implement a couple plays, you know, me getting the Wildcat or something, me, me even sense. getting a raw receiver, whatever it is, you know, you know I'm there. So just let he's, me know. Well, and of course, he used to like to catch touch and, touchdown he passes. He, he, what, he's going to exactly. hold out on you now? You know, I mean, that wouldn't be right. I, but at the same time, I'm like this, man. You know, at the end of the day, it's about winning. So if, that, if I have to learn about that, I will, for sure. There he is, the uh, the NFL's next two-way player, already a studded linebacker yeah, yeah. for the Tennessee Titans. Probably good fantasy pickup, going to be catching some red zone targets oh, yeah, in 2019 yeah. and beyond. Rashawn Evans, what a good time, man. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. You're listening to Dave See, he's great, isn't he? Spaghetti. Where do he? He's top ten all time for you among I, DDFP I, guests. I think we had two of our best ones in draft night. We had Devin White and having Rashawn Evans at uh, at the Zaxby's. I think we got really lucky that week with two A plus guys, easily top ten, if not top five. We've had two conversations with Rashawn Evans. I don't know if we've reached the place yet where we're ready to hang his jersey in the uh, in the digital wall of fame here in Studio sixty six, but. 
if he plays his cards right, he's going to get there sooner yeah. rather than later. I think it would be great if he made a visit to Studio 66 because we had him once. We had him in draft yeah. last year, and then we had him in Nashville. We never had him in our you know, our uh, home stadium here. So I, I suspect he'd have some keen thoughts, too, on our uh, super villain fight, too. You know who else I know does because we talked about it a little bit? Derrick Henry, a superhero of sorts himself. He trucks gigantic pro football players. Um, and runs for 99 yards. He does it all the time. It's weird. His role, actually, is uh, to this point in his career, he, the trajectory of each of his seasons is interesting. It seems like, you know, maybe I'm thinking from a fantasy perspective or other, you, you think he's going to play a bigger role, and huh, they're not really using him. And then come like Thanksgiving-ish or so, he explodes and becomes unstoppable, especially in fourth quarters. That makes sense because uh, defenses get worn down late in the game, and that's when he's really made his hey. I do think he's going to get a more featured role in 2019. Either way, here he is, everybody, Derrick Henry. Dave Damashek. Look at this. What a treat. A, uh, a superstar in pro football these days from the University of Alabama. This is uh, what's happening with the Tennessee Titans. We've already talked to Rashawn Evans. Now we're talking to another Crimson Tide guy, Derrick Henry. What's happening, man? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well. You're here with FedEx, and we'll kibitz about that in just a minute. First things first, though, what's up with, uh, with you two, Chains? Said again? Two chains. I uh, heard Mike Rogier likes uh, likes to call you that. I, I have a little birdie who let me know. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mike Rogier, that's my boy, man. I, um, that's my dude. I, uh, one of the Heisman. You know, I spent most of my time with him, just talking to him, laughing and joking, and um, I actually was like begging. I was like, you gotta get Mike Rogier on the Heisman commercial, and they <laughs> finally got him, man. And you know, he's a he's a clown, man. It's a lot of fun when I'm around him. Well, uh, Rashawn was telling me, I asked him, is there anybody on Sundays who you try to uh, tackle that's as tough to tackle in practice as Derrick Henry is? And uh, he said, probably not, but maybe one exception. Do you have any guess who that other guy might be who, who rivals Derrick Henry in terms of difficulty to take down? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I was very, I was surprised by his answer. He said the, uh, the very mature Adrian Peterson. He said, that's the only guy who rivals you. Man, I tell you what, you know, for Adrian to be, he's not that much up in age, for, but for him to be up in age and, you know, for him to still play at a high level, because when he played us, I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. he was killing us. He was killing us. And, you know, um, I'm good at comparison. I'm good with, with that. You know, AP was a guy I looked up to. So uh, good job, Rashawn. Good job. Uh, well, you know, obviously I mentioned Bama and SEC and we're in SEC country. What's, what's that jump like in terms of obviously the competition raises in the NFL, yeah. but what's it like in terms of atmosphere? Does that, do, is there any stadium that you've gone to either in Nashville or when you hit the road that rivals maybe like Baton Rouge on a Saturday night? Man, them college stadiums are different. You know, they mm. Baton Rouge Stadium, I can keep going on and on. Um, you know, uh, it's been a lot of – I don't know. College stadiums are just different. I, can't, I don't think you can compare them to NFL. College stadiums are way different. Well, and then also, even before that, you, you were a high school superstar. Right? But I always think, though, too, did you ever in high school, did on any play that you got the ball, did you ever get tackled? 
Come on, because now. it would be. I, I got to because I would say I'm. You know, we don't know each other very well, but I, I I'm gonna say it anyway because I don't jive. If you got tackled once, I would feel like that's underwhelmed. You should never have gotten tackled. Look at you. <laughs> what what sixteen year old kid was gonna wrap you up and take you down to the ground? I mean, I got tackled. Um, and um, you know, yeah, I gained a lot of yards in high school. High school was just fun. I just love playing in my hometown in front of everybody, everybody from back home. So yeah, um, a lot of memories from high school, and you know, um, I still miss those days. You still miss them, yeah. Even though you're now making 99 yard runs in pro football and and doing it ain't that. nothing like those Friday night lights. If you ever play high school football, you nothing like it playing in your hometown. So. What uh, what do you think of the because you got to wear the white hats and then last year you wore the navy hats which mm-hmm. one do you prefer? Uh, either one, you know I like both. I wish we could alternate them, but NFL doesn't allow that. But yeah, yeah that I like would both be of them. The best that'd be cool. How many times so far has anybody? Because we talked to you before your rookie season got going, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we did talk about it a little bit at the time. Is uh, were uh, any fear about getting tackled by the hair? Update us how many times, if at all, have you been brought down by the I hair? haven't been brought down really? by the hair. Really, I think somebody tried to tempt me one time, but I got a pretty knotted back, so you can't just like really grab my hair like that. So, and plus, I'm pretty tall, so you have to get up there and try to grab it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have to work for that. So, so nobody, so really, I'm no, surprised uh-uh. by that. I hope I didn't just jinx myself though with that question you asked, but nobody has tried it though. What about uh, what about the transition from uh, you know Saban and now you see Mike Vrabel mm-hmm. uh, land in town a year ago? What's that? What's the difference? What are the similarities? Because uh, again, uh, talking to Rashawn a couple of days ago, he mm-hmm. said they're they're surprisingly similar guys. Yes, um, you know, um, Coach Saban and Belichick are very not very like good friends, and um, they have. Similar coaching styles, you know, mm-hmm. very disciplined, um, you know, um, uh, a, a, a strict program, and um, Rabel played with Belichick and the Patriots for for a while, and you know, it's it's very similar because uh, Rabel's the same way, you know, he's a relentless coach. He's very he's more hands on than Coach Saban because of course he's younger. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, there's a lot of similarities there. Uh, what do you think of? Um but I, you know, I'm still confused, and, I, and, and we don't have time for you to explain it now. But what Crimson Tide even is? But now in pro football, you're a Titan. Do you think that if all the 32 mascots—I don't mean the guys who wear the costume—I mean like what the spirit of the logo is—you're a Titan. Mm-hmm. Do you think a Titan could defeat all the other 31 mascots? Like, I mean, like a Raven—you would think that wouldn't be much of a challenge, no. but like a giant. Or a jet, or a saint, you know. Could we be the jet? Well, yeah. Could you be the jet? You know. Of course, we could be them all. I mean, yeah. Of course, that's not a I, question. I think that's the right answer. We could be them all. That's definitely the right answer. Well, because a titan is is a deity, and so it's like a god. You know, probably like oh you're oh jet you're coming for me. Yeah, oh, you're fast and everything. Hey, I got a lightning bolt for you. <laughs> you know. The only one that would be weird, though, is a saint. Because a saint is like a ghost, basically. How would you take a saint out? Uh, I guess make it go away. Just, I mean, scare him with all the powers and you know ability that the Titan has. Probably be like, oh, no, I'm a ghost. Yeah. I'll just do what I'm supposed to do. 
I see. And then like a giant though too, you know that's like kind what? of mythical as well. A giant like, a, is this a giant? Yeah, but then like a steel or like a steel worker or like a packer, like a meat packer, like that. The Titan would would make yeah. quick work of that. Yeah, it wouldn't. Actually, you could just even let the lion do that. Like bear and lion, you go take care of those guys. You know, <laughs> I, got, I got bigger fish to fry. So, so I can tell you, you, you thought about this, this. Well, yeah, it's like when you watch like the Avengers. You know, are you a big Avengers guy? Thor, are you? Oh yes, I'm going to see that. I got to. I'm very excited. I've been telling my girlfriend this whole week. I can't wait. Are you a Game of Thrones guy too? Um, don't watch God. Okay, good. Watch, yeah. So, uh, so Avengers then. Like in, by that same sort of standard, uh, you know, like Thor, he's the one they're like, go fight Thanos, you know, you, like and then the bow and arrow guy. They're like, don't don't even bother because Thanos will kill you Thanos, very quickly. He makes me so mad. I don't even want to get it. I get I'm getting heated up. This thing. And, and also Black thing. Widow. Like, I mean, it's nice that you guys want to participate in saving the universe, but you're kind of out of your depth. Like yes. Thanos, Thanos is magic. Is, yes. He's evil magic. Stay I'm out like, of this. Man. Ugh. Who do you think would win in a fight between Thor and Superman? Hmm. That's hard. Who? I'm going to go with. Oh, man. That's hard. I'm going to go with Thor. Because. The hammer. The hammer. Yes. Well, unless it's made out of kryptonite, I don't know. I you don't, don't think know. so? Well, I, I don't. I don't know. That's why I asked the question. I don't so, have the answer ready so, to go. Oh, you, you, I don't. I, I mean, I've asked a lot of people. I asked, uh, you know, Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris and Ant Man himself, Paul Rudd, who would win a fight between Superman and the Hulk, and oh. they weren't clear. But I am clear. I've told many people this: Superman would just take the Hulk and he would take him out into space and leave him there. What would the Hulk do that? Yeah, the Hulk is, is too aggressive. That's right. Very aggressive. Use that against him. Yeah, Clark Kent, he's smart, so he just, I mean, Hulk just want to, ah, yeah, do all that, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what do we do? Yeah, Great, too aggressive. Can raw, like a, you know. Yeah. You know, get it under. Then when, he, the, when he's out in space, and then, like, eventually he'll stop being angry. After I seen the way Thor, I mean, uh, Thanos beat Hulk up, I was like, oh, no. That's right. That's Yeah, it. I was... And Hulk didn't want to come out the rest of the movie. I was like, no. Nah. And the bow and arrow guys are going to take him down? Come on. Yeah. Let's, you know. Exactly. I'm willing to stretch, you know, reality a little bit, but let's not get too crazy. Bow and arrow guy and Black Widow combined cannot beat Thanos. No. Um, now, speaking of uh, of dominance and, and everything else, are you guys, do you guys talk in the locker room? Are you aware of the fact, I know obviously you're a high-end offensive piece, and really, to me, if you look at the AFC South, mm. all four teams, one thing that's, uh, that that is a common theme is dominant defense. Mm. I mean, all four in the division. So it feels to me like that's keeping up with the Joneses. You got it. Like that's the standard now. And now offense, who's able to make the couple of difference making plays over the course of 60 minutes. Exactly. That's what's going to win the division. And it feels to me like you're one of those guys who is kind of one of the the two or three X factors of the AFC South now in 2019. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, um, a great outtake because you think about it, um, the uh, AFC South. Everybody was saying that's the weakest division in mm-hmm. football, and now you know 
like you said, the defenses, you know, are um, top tier, you know, paying out a high level, you know, and, you know, everybody needs that uh, X-Factor player, you know, that takes their team over the top, you know, when they need it. So, you know, each uh, team in that division has those players and, you know, it's always close when it comes down to it, who wins the division. So it's definitely exciting. Yeah, it's it, it is like I say, it's it's sort of like uh, talking about superheroes. Like in the Incredibles, the bad guy says, uh, "If everybody's super, then no one is." And it feels yeah, like, yeah. well, all those defenses are dominant, yes. and outside the division that matters. But in the in the division, everybody's got that. So yeah. who do you have? Is it Deshaun Watson, New Hopkins, Derrick Henry, uh, Andrew Luck? The couple of guys that are that are spl- can make a splash play here and there over mm-hmm. the course of the sixty minutes. That's going to win that division for you. Yeah, man, there's definitely a lot of exciting players. And, you know, like you said, it's a scrap. So it ain't nothing easy and nobody getting a championship or, you know, it's up and down, you know, each week and week after week. So, you know, it's definitely a scrap, you know, with, you know, the defense is playing at a high level and, you know, top tier guys playing at their expectations. Has anybody, has Rabel or anyone else on the coaching side pulled you aside and said, listen, it – we feel like this is the year where Derrick Henry's getting 25 touches, uh, maybe 30 touches even a game, really kind of going to be the workhorse. Um, because, it, you know, it seems like that's where Jacksonville's kind of looking with Nick Foles. It's like, just manage the game. Just, you know, slow it down, grind it out, power football. It seems like that would suit you perfectly. Yeah, really what we worry about is how can we become good to great, you know, because we were one game out of the playoffs. Mm. And, you know, we really just want to, you know, build on the uh, things that we weren't so good at just so it won't be no question this year. So definitely just building that uh, team chemistry. And um, we've got a lot of good pieces. So, you know, just excited to be back with those guys, building that team chemistry with the coaches and see where this thing takes us. Any buzz with maybe just at the player level when Ryan Tannehill gets signed? Do you any buzz like, I don't know, maybe 17 gets the gig in, in 2019 or is everybody firmly Marcus Mariota or bust? We are just happy to have, you know, extra pieces on our team, you know, to take us to that next level. So if, you know, J-Rob goes out and get a player, he believes that they can help us. So we trust them and we're just excited to have those added additions to our team. Uh, all right, let's talk about what you're doing with ground and with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, FedEx with the uh, Air and Ground Player of the Week and beyond, and obviously doing uh, some some nice stuff uh, related to the uh, to the first rounders here at the 2019 draft. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm definitely excited and um, and happy to help to help uh, FedEx announce their $2,000 donation to the USO on behalf of the 2019 uh, draftees who will be future um, Air and Ground uh, Players of the Week. And FedEx supports um, USO uh, Pathfinder uh, program, which helps, you know, uh, military uh, men and women, you know, um, transition to civilian life. Mm-hmm. And get them, it also gives them opportunities to um, have internships um, with NFL teams. And we have John Williams here, who is an intern with the Tennessee Titans. So it's definitely an exciting time for me to be a part of, and I'm glad I can help those guys. Yeah, no more uh, noble cause than uh, than doing that. So uh, good on you for that, and good on FedEx as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, so I guess uh, let's wrap it up then. This hotel is something. 
It's got, it's got three kinds of water on every floor. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it used to be a bank. Yeah, I like this. This place used to be a bank? Yes, it used to be a bank. Is that right? In yes, your free time, true. does Derrick Henry, like, you're doing nice in pro football, but you could also be maybe a Nashville tour guide? Are you finding music I, I, city to your liking? I think Taylor Wan might be better than me. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I hear he's a, yes. a, a fun guy as well. Yes, yes, he is. Um, but are, are you finding Nashville to your liking? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great spot. Um, I'm more of a chill, low-key person, so, you know, you might catch me at a few restaurants because I love to eat. So Do you eat the, the, eat the uh, hot chicken? Yes, I've, I've tried it. I thought hot chicken was going to be like hot sauce on fried chicken, but it's like peppered chicken, huh? Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. As soon as I got here, everybody was like, hot chicken, hot mm-hmm. chicken, hot chicken. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be hot sauce all over the chicken. It just, yeah, just like that, so. You know what? All of a sudden, I'm feeling hungry. Me I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to go eat some hot chicken. Want to go get some hot chicken? Lunch on you? I'll, I'll, I, I guess I could. <laughs> You're a pro football player, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, as long as, you know what, but on our way to the hot chicken, let's just see in the hallway at the hotel here, let's see if I can tackle you. If you can run by me, then I pay for then I pay for lunch. Yeah, well, let's do it. Uh, I'm ready. I was hoping you would just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. They're liabilities. <laughs> now I have to tackle you in the hallway. All right, well, let's cut it off there. Uh, on behalf of FedEx, we appreciate you joining us and looking forward to, I assume... I hope it's you're allowed to win. You're allowed to be the FedEx uh, air or ground player of the week, right? In 2019, actually, or is I that somehow won some in violation? In 2018, and um, I look forward to you know uh, getting those awards again. You know, all right. I mean, I don't out. like. Yeah, I, I'm just worried about any you know voting conflict. That if you win it, that like you know you're here talking about like they might want to give it to you. You know. I but think I think you get those 99 yard runs. Yeah, going, my performance. As long as I have a great performance, I think. Everything is so in my way if I do the job. I just don't. I, I just want to avoid any uh, controversy. <laughs> I got you. That's all. All right. Enjoy the Avengers, and uh, now let's go enjoy some hot chicken, shall all we? All right. Let's do it. Derrick Henry, everybody. You're listening to David Damashek. I forgot to bring up to him that he joins our list of guys who have who have two first names. Yeah. Is Der- but Derek is okay in terms of uh, a baby name. You're fine with Derek the whole way through. That's a good question. I wonder if any babies in the 21st century have been named Derek. Probably. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. If Henry was, I mean, I think Henry as it works as a baby and as an adult, that's a pretty good name. That's my opinion. I don't know if it makes your list. Baby Hank. Hank. Yeah. I like Hank. that. Yeah. Yeah. I know one of those guys. Yeah, we do. Hank. Yeah. We we both <laughs> we do. both that's, know him. Yeah. That's right. Um, All right. Good stuff. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. Good stuff. Kent Brown behind the glass. And uh, great thanks to uh, to Derek Henry and the Rashawn Evans for the good times in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be back with more hooey and applesauce for you later on. Don't forget to let us know about your DDFP Football America food. Is that what we settled on? I don't remember. Just drop us a line and let us know what your football town is best represented by in terms of food. We'll get into that next week. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.